You're listening to the Keto and Low Carb Success Podcast, Episode 54, Gentle Nutrition. Welcome to Keto and Low Carb Success, where I am here to help you on your weight loss and good health journey. I'm your host, Miriam Hatoum, course creator and author of Conquer Cravings with Keto, originally published as Breaking Free from Diet Prison. I am privileged to be part of your journey with this podcast based on my trademarked Granny Keto Transitions program. And please be sure to go to miriamhatoon.com slash resources to get all the free guides to help you along the way. I am in your shoes, my friends, and I wrote these guides for both of us. The link is in the show notes and transcript. I also want to announce that my course, Keto and Low Carb Success, is opening up on June 26th, and I have special gifts and pricing for the summer of 2023. Those gifts are my signature book, the workbook that accompanies this course, two ebooks, two months of access to my private email for any questions you have, and the best part, a free coaching call. I am beyond excited to share all of this with you at miriamhatoom.com slash course. If you sign up for the waitlist, you will be entered to win a $50 coupon towards the purchase of the course more at the end of the episode. Oh, and before we start, I want to let you know that the primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and does not constitute medical advice or services, and I'm keeping up with the science as fast as I can so I can share with you the latest breaking research in this area to help you achieve your dreams. Now on to the episode. What is gentle nutrition? In episode 30 that I did last year, I explored intuitive eating developed by registered dietitians Evelyn Tribol and Elise Risch. Gentle nutrition is the 10th principle of this eating style. Intuitive eating emphasizes that you are the only expert of your body because only you can feel your body's signals, such as hunger and stress. Your intuitive process is to eat when you are hungry and stop when you're full. To follow the path of intuitive eating, these two dietitians give you 10 steps, gentle nutrition being the top step. In teaching about gentle nutrition, they state that taste is important, but health is still honored without guilt. There is no food labeled good or bad. However, as I've talked about, many of us cannot get out of this dichotomous label and avoid certain bad foods because we think a single bite of those bad foods will immediately make us unhealthy. Guilt comes from how we feel when we have taken a bite of that bad food. And I'm putting quotation marks around the word bad. But how do we break away from that? In several episodes and in my new course, I encourage you to think not in terms of good or bad, but in terms of whether the food will get you closer to your goal or further away from it. And, I might add, the choice is yours. Let's move away from guilt or shame attached to a food or the behavior of eating that food. 
Instead, let's view it as making a choice about moving towards our goal or moving away from it. We might regret eating in a way that moves us away from our goals, but it is not a moral issue. We are not good or bad for whatever choice we have made. Gentle nutrition means that you choose foods that honor your hunger, but also give you complete satisfaction from having eaten them. When this is the case, we are less likely to eat to excess and less likely to binge eat for those of us who do. What else are we honoring besides our hunger when we choose gentle nutrition? Our gentle nutrition food choices honor our cravings and what our taste buds love while paying attention to what our body needs in the moment. You will be honoring both your physical health and ultimately your mental health. And let's take a look at mental health for a moment. Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act and helps determine how we make choices. Think about the last diet you were on. Did you feel at ease with your emotional, psychological, and social well-being while you turned down parties because you were afraid to eat what was being served or secretly binged when you got home, either because you denied yourself food all night or, on the other hand, were so angry and ashamed that you ate everything? Did you spend countless Mondays starting again, but not making it through Tuesday because this piece of the puzzle, your mental health and emotional well-being, was missing? This whole experience is what causes diet trauma, and which is what makes it more and more difficult to follow a diet or even an eating style once we start one. When we say we are going to do this or that, Right away, either we rebel or we do give the rules a try and revert right back to old eating habits. There are other diets and ways of eating, intuitive eating among them, that profess moderation or sticking to a plan, any plan, eating anything. But the problem is we find ourselves with enough rope to hang ourselves. Our intentions are grand. The eating style or plan may be grand. But past diet trauma turns one cookie into a sleeve, one slice of bread into a loaf, or one muffin at breakfast into an entire day of free-for-all eating. Of course, none of the plans set out to have you hurt yourself like this. Even ones that stress learning your hunger and satiety cues fall short. Because... After all, you did stop at the 10th cookie because you could feel yourself getting full. Nutrition is the missing piece of the puzzle. And what about plans that do not teach anything about nutrition? You are left thinking that a bagel for breakfast is as good as a plate of bacon and eggs if they are the same number of calories or points or hit the same spot on your hunger scale. You are left with no nutritional knowledge, gentle or otherwise. To be successful with gentle nutrition and benefit from everything it offers you, you must take your cravings and food desires and meld them with your nutritional knowledge and needs, and also what makes your body feel best. For example, you want ice cream. You know that you want to limit it because of the sugar content. 
That's your desire and nutritional knowledge. Check and check. But you ignore the fact that when you eat ice cream, you do not feel well, even though you have been tested and do not have a dairy sensitivity. But you need all three elements, desire, knowledge, and awareness. You also have to take into account your situation. Did you just have a baby and need to eat and drink more to produce milk? Did you just put in a marathon week at work? And in addition to rest, of course, you need to adjust the food because you feel depleted. Did you actually run a marathon? And so you need more fluids and more protein and fat so that your recovery will speed up. Are you feeling unwell? And honestly, only bland carbohydrate-rich foods will settle your stomach? This all falls under awareness. But at a more global level than just acknowledging that ice cream makes you feel sick. And by the way, it could be the sugar, fat, or eggs, depending on the flavor, and nothing to do with dairy. That's why you don't test with the dairy intolerance, but yet you get sick when you eat ice cream. Anyway, in order to practice gentle nutrition, you need the desire, knowledge, and awareness of the foods to do so. You must also heal diet culture trauma and let go of messages that say foods are either good or bad and that you are either good or bad depending on what you eat and how much you eat. You must also learn the difference between a food rule and a food preference. A food rule would be always eat whole wheat bread and brown rice. A food preference would be I happen to like whole wheat bread, but I prefer white rice. A food rule would be eat a lot of fat if you are doing keto, for instance. A food preference would be I feel better eating less fat, so I will do that, but I will be generous when I dress my salad with olive oil. A food rule would be eat three fruits a day. A food preference would be I'm trying to get out of the pre-diabetes zone, so I will limit myself to just one fruit a day. You can see that preference means making choices. Start by listening to your body. Start observing. Think about how eating a particular food makes your body feel. Ask yourself if you have any discomfort. Ask yourself after you have eaten if you are hungry, full, or satisfied. And ask yourself if this food is really what you really, really, really want. Sometimes it's a brownie. Sometimes it's roast chicken. Sometimes it's chips. Sometimes it's a bowl of soup. Sometimes at 8 a.m. you want ice cream for dessert at dinner, but dinner is finished and you no longer want it. Don't have it. Really, listen. Look to add foods to your eating plan, not take away and restrict. The exception to this would be if you are following an eating plan for medical reasons. Let's say keto because you want to get your type 2 diabetes under control. No, you won't be having bread, potatoes, and lots of fruit, but turn it on its head. What can you add? Pick one or two new foods or recipes to try each week. Be creative with your cooking and grocery shopping. Revisit the foods I gave you in episode 35 
and I suggested in episode 43, Thinking Outside the Box. There are more foods you can have than you cannot have. The world does not revolve around bread and potatoes. Experiment. Look at health, not weight. In several podcast episodes, and in my book and in my course, I have talked about Gary Taubes' passage in his book, Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It, that absolutely rocked my world and is why I am here with you today. He said, so long as we believe that people get fat because they overeat, because they take in more calories than they expend, we're putting the ultimate blame on a mental state, a weakness of character, and we're leaving human biology out of the equation entirely. Do these authors wish to range obesity as a behavior problem among psychiatric instead of metabolic diseases? The point is, and research backs this up, is that we must heal ourselves before we can lose weight, not lose weight to heal ourselves. There is a term, T-O-F-I. This means thin outside and fat inside. All those 100-calorie snack bags can help with weight loss, but they do nothing for your health. Reflect on this for a moment. I am in no way saying that this weight loss won't help insulin levels, lipid levels, and such. But what I am saying is that we must look at our health to figure out gentle nutrition. Diet shakes and bars, calorie restriction, fat-free dairy, sugar-free cookies and cakes, yes, they will reduce calorie levels, but they do nothing for our health. We must use gentle nutrition and nutritional wisdom to make choices about what to eat. Look at your body through the lens of health and not weight. Ask yourself if what you are choosing will move you towards health. If it will, then it will also move you towards weight loss. Trebol and Reshi's guidelines say, eat a variety of foods, eat moderate amounts of food, eat a balance of foods over time, consider the taste of food, and consider the quality of food. And with those guidelines, I'm going to give you your actionable coaching advice for this week. This week, I would like you to try some things towards gentle nutrition. Pick one food and go for the healthier version. If you are low-carb and are eating breads and grains, Try to find a bakery that makes bread. There will be far fewer, if any, chemicals in it than you would find with bread from a supermarket shelf. Or try out one of the health breads that you will find in the freezer section of your store. I use Ezekiel Sprouted Grains Bread. It is good toasted or even made into French toast. When is the last time you had French toast? Yes, the taste takes a bit of getting used to, but now I wouldn't use anything else except bread, hot, and straight from the bakery. Number two, if you are baking keto or low-carb, or any kind of baking, but we're talking about keto and low-carb, add some protein powder to your items, or even try frittata muffins for easy on-the-go snacks or meals. Number three, Try a snack that you don't usually have. 
like hummus and fresh-cut vegetables, or a few cubes of salami and cheese, and throw in a few olives. Number four, make your own flavored yogurt using fresh fruit and berries with a plain Greek yogurt. If you are not used to that, you might have to add a little sweetener, but eventually you will like just the fruit and yogurt. In my course, I talk about the use of artificial sweeteners as a bridge and not a crutch. This is one of those instances. Number five, add at least one new vegetable to your dinner three or four times a week if you can. Better yet, start adding vegetables to your breakfast. Throw a handful of baby spinach into your scrambled eggs or cut up some cucumbers or take a few cherry tomatoes to have on the side of whatever you are eating. Of course, this is not going to work if you're eating oatmeal, but if you are, then add some fresh apples or berries to that and make sure you add veggies at lunch. Even if you do not meal plan, whether daily or weekly, add some structure to what you are having. It helps to jot things down just to build an awareness of whether you are eating a well-rounded day. Do you need more protein, more vegetables, some real fat like homemade olive oil dressing instead of processed dressings in a bottle? Number seven, if you can't look at your entire day, at least look meal by meal. Is it well-rounded with a good protein, fat, and vegetable? Do you actually like what you have planned? Do you enjoy every bite when you are eating it? Number eight, keep a water bottle handy and stay hydrated. If you don't like plain water, you can infuse it with berries or muddle them and then pour plain seltzer water on them. Muddle is when you crush the fruit. They actually sell muddlers. I have one. Number nine, play with your portion sizes. Take half or three quarters of what you usually take and see if that satisfies you. I have also talked about the speed bump method, where you take what you normally do, but then divide it in half, either putting it on a separate plate or making a division on the plate you are eating from. Stop at that halfway point and assess. Another way is to take what you usually have, but leave two or three bites behind and just sit with that for a few moments. Eventually, just serve yourself less when you begin to find the sweet spot with the amount that fills you but does not stuff you. And number 10, make sure everything you eat this week is something you enjoy. Don't care for cottage cheese or yogurt? Stop eating them. Don't like lettuce? Stop eating it. My husband makes a fantastic chopped salad with tomatoes, cucumbers, onions, mint, olive oil, and a nice balsamic vinegar. Not a piece of lettuce in sight, and we can still call it a salad. You do love ice cream? Buy premium and put a few spoons in a fancy dish. I bought a beautiful dish, actually it's a champagne glass, and I use it just for this and nothing else. That little bit of ice cream with a beautiful visual is enough to satisfy my desire for ice cream. Even top it with a teaspoon of chopped nuts if that's your thing. 
You get the point here. If you do any version of these suggestions, you will be doing gentle nutrition. You will be eating what is good and healthy for your body while also satisfying your need to eat things that you enjoy. The more you eat this way, the more you will be eating along the lines of the spirit of your eating plan rather than the rules of a diet. You will be getting the nutrition that your body needs while also getting the satisfaction that your mind needs. My course, Keto and Low-Carb Success, is built on nutritional wisdom and the most important elements of finding your normal through help with urges, feeling your best, setting SMART goals, learning about your next best decisions, etc. There are so many more topics like these in this course. Depending upon when you are listening, the course is either in waitlist mode or has gone live. Please check it out at miriamhatoom.com course. I have very special gifts and pricing for the summer of 2023. Hurry to get on the waitlist so you can take advantage of the $50 coupon drawing. The direct link is in the show notes and transcript so you don't have to remember any more than that. Now, let me remind you, if you've ever got a question you'd like to ask me or share a topic idea that you would like me to cover on a future episode, don't be a stranger. I always look forward to hearing from listeners like you. You are welcome to email me directly, miriam at miriamhatoom.com. And don't forget to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast. I would so appreciate it. Leaving a review makes it easier for other people who are looking to listen and learn about keto and low carb. And coming up in the next episode, I'm excited about this one. Next week, I will introduce you to my new course, Keto and Low Carb Success. As with this podcast on gentle nutrition, I guide you to find the spirit of your eating plan. I do not drill down on rules, but I give you lots of structure. I will tell you all about each module and how this course will get you to where you want to go. Even if you are not interested in either keto or low carb, This course is so packed with information, it will change your eating choices and transform you in a way no other eating plan ever has. It is built on my three pillars, education, practical applications, and mindfulness practices. Don't miss this episode. So go share the show with your friends, Let them know what's coming up in the next episode and invite them to tune in with you and learn how to become free from diet prison with my keto and low carb success podcast. And I always say, go share the show with your friends, but especially next week, if you know anyone struggling with their eating plan, and it could be anything, even Weight Watchers. If you know anyone struggling, part of it is you don't have the nutritional background, you don't have the mindfulness practices that you need, and you don't have practical applications like cooking for the family when no one is eating the way you are. So please, really, truly do go share this show with your friends and family and make sure they tune in next week. And until then... 
Go live free from diet worry, and I'll see you back here next time.